Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Sean Liu, coming back at you one more time with an episode of Pain Fighters, uh, the show where we dive deep into different ways to get well through self-healing, um, be it, you know, whatever method that we can use, you know. Uh, a lot of times we're always burdened down by trying to figure out the best method for getting things done in our lives. Well, you know, sometimes the best method is just for you to do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Hey, there are some of us out there. We can, we can, we can through the state of our mind and through positivity and through optimism and all these other different avenues, we can really, if not getting healed, we can really at least make the, our sickness a lot lighter than what it is. Uh, if anybody wants to check me out, anybody wants to drop me a line, check me out uh, on YouTube, uh, Sean Liu or Two Black Eyes. Uh, that's two, the number two, B-L-A-C-E-Y-E-Z. I think that's how you spell it. Like I said, I'm, I'm sorry, um, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of things that I've been kind of, I probably really should sometime soon make sure I'm giving you the proper spelling. Um, but if not, uh, check me out on Sean, uh, Sean Liu on YouTube. Um, like I said, the, both the two black guys and the Sean Liu page on YouTube, they're still under construction. I'm, I'm. I'm forever planning and trying to edit and trying to get stuff done. Uh, but pretty soon I'm going to have a world of videos up there ranging from all kinds of stuff. So it's no telling what you may see on my YouTube page. Two Black Eyes, you're going to see me do an anime and comic book uh, review and things like that. Uh, you know, movies and me being a movie critic and hey, all that other kind of stuff. Um, this is just one step of me getting closer to my dream of, you know, owning my own production agency. Um, you know, uh, baby steps, you know, uh, drop me a line at lrashawnlewis at gmail.com. That's L-R-A-S-H-A-U-N-L-E-W-I-S at gmail.com. Or you can look me up on Facebook, Lyle Lucky Lewis on Facebook.com. Uh, uh, big shout out. Thank you very much to Anchor, the app for allowing us to be here and allowing us to do this podcast. And a big thank you to a good friend of mine who has, uh, he's starting uh, his own little clothing line, his own little, uh, his own little setup, uh, Game Conscious. Check him out, GameConscious.com. Uh, I believe that he has his website up, um, but if not, uh, I'll get with him. And, you know, I got a lot of things going on with a lot of different people, and they have really been a big support and big structure to really help me get this far. Uh, today's lesson that I wanted to go over, lesson, topic, whatever you want to call it. Um, today's topic that I really wanted to go over, though, is we're going to be covering um, how to use friends and family to influence you to get well. Because, see, a lot of times we use our friends and family to help us get better, but some people use their friends and family they're not getting better what do you mean use your friends and family i mean like we depend on them one way or another we we, we count on them we look to them we're, we're, we're looking for them to comfort us console us you know but a lot of times you know it may be that we're looking for us for them to do damage to us and here's what i mean you get it a lot of times where, you know, when, when, when something happens to us, we get sick, somebody, we get one family member that may want to pamper us and spoil us. And then next thing you know, they're, they're giving us everything we want because they don't want to see us suffer. 
You know, they want us, they just want to see us happy and they just want to see us okay. Understand this. That's done out of love. It is. I'm, I'm not saying that they're purposely trying to hurt you, but it will hurt you in the long run. And here's why. Eventually, not everybody now, not everybody, but some people, eventually they grow so dependent on that that it winds up becoming a problem to those who have started this. You get what I'm saying? Like you get it where a mother tries to pamper and cater to her child and they wind up spoiling whatever they want. Mom's out there trying to get it. Well, then next thing you know, mom winds up putting herself in some kind of bind trying to take care of you or it winds up just being to the point where you want something and you wind up becoming so frustrated and annoyed with the efforts or, or, or even in your mind, you may look at it as non-effort. You just wind up becoming so upset and annoyed with it. And it's like, is this person really, do they really deserve that? This is the same person who you you love because they did this, that, and this for you. But now, because they got their own life to deal with, they got their own problems and their own issues to deal with. And they're like, hey, look, you know, uh, I can't deal with what you're dealing with right now. I got to deal with my own stuff right now. Now we want to get mad at them. You know, this is where the false accusations come in that aren't true. Oh, you don't care anything about me. What, what, what about all those works that they did to prove that they cared about you? You're, you don't think anything of me. That's a lie, and you know it. That's not true. You know, oh, well, 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 obviously my sickness doesn't mean anything to you. No, obviously you don't care about that person because you feel as though they're just supposed to just drop their life and come care to you. That's not how things work. You know, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of you out there that might be listening. This is obvious stuff. There's others. It's, 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 they're listening to this like, oh, really? Like, you know, I never looked at it like that. You know, um, we're trying to help everybody, you know, whether you know or whether you don't know. You know, we're just trying to get the word out and trying to help everybody and make sure that everybody can have a chance to live a better life and to get to get to the wellness point that they want to be at, you know, uh, I always talk about how no matter what you do, everything starts with your mind, okay? Now, like I say, like I always say, no, I'm not saying that your sickness is a mental condition. Trust me, if there's one thing, if there's one person who knows that is a bunch of BS, it is me, all right? I've been given placebos as medication. I have been sent to therapy, all that kind of crap. None of it works when you really have the sickness, okay? But I will say this, the state of your mind can cause you to be sick in many different ways. One way is it cause you just to be dependent on, on, on everybody for everything. You know, understand this, even though you're sick, you have to train yourself. You gotta train yourself, okay? This, what, is it, what, am I, what, what do I mean by you gotta train yourself? To put it in lamest terms, what you have to do is not going to be easy. You look at somebody who goes and they train for a fight. You look at somebody who goes and they train for a test. It's not a cakewalk. They got to stay up long hours. They got to push themselves past, past certain limitations and things like that to get to where they want to get to, to get the results that they need to get to do what they need to do. You get what I'm saying? It's the same way with you. Now, I'm not necessarily saying you have to physically train yourself. No, you may have to emotionally train yourself. Some of you, yes, you do need to physically train yourself because you would be, you would not believe how many sicknesses, how many sicknesses would go away or just die down, all either die out and go away altogether, 
or just seriously just become under control if you would just get up and move around. If you get up and exercise, I know it seems like, you know, that seems like, but trust me, believe you me, trust me, for those of you that suffer with asthma, believe you me, take it from somebody. This is me talking from experience. When I started working out, and I started really pushing my body to the next level and trying to get it to that level to where it is, quote unquote, in shape and fit. Yes, understand what I'm about to tell you. Listen to what I'm about to say, because the next part is very important. At first, it will seem like it does not work. Are you listening to me? I'm going to say it again. At first, are you taking the hell? Write it down if you need to. It is. This is crucial. This is very crucial when you're when you're doing with. It's the same way with medication. It is the same way with anything. At first, it will seem like it does not work, but only at first. Okay, you following me? At first, it will seem like it does not work, but if you keep at it you'll see the results that you need to see. You'll see the results that you want to see. Understand this, first you will see the results that you need to see. Second, you'll see the results that you want to see, okay? It's not gonna be necessarily that, oh, I'm gonna get what I want. I'll put it to you like this. I say this, please don't be offended, but if you get a fat person, okay? You get somebody who is, I don't care how you wanna put it, morbidly obese, overweight, whatever the politically correct term, I'm not politically correct, I'm sorry, I'm not. You get a fat person, okay? Somebody who's just, 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 just heavily, seriously, disgustingly, slovenly fat, okay? And I want you to picture this in your mind. And they make up in their mind, they're like, you know what, I'm gonna work out, I am going to lose this weight, and I am going to get myself in shape and I'm gonna get down to, if I'm 300 pounds, I am going to get down to 150, okay? Do you really think they're gonna do that in a day or two? No, you think they're gonna do that in a week? No, you think they're gonna do that in a month? No, they're not. Don't get me wrong, more power to them if they do and if they can and if they did. More power to them, thumbs up to them. But most people are not. And even with them, it didn't work on the first day. It didn't work on the second day. It might have taken a week. Some it might have took a week. Others it might have taken a month. Others it might have taken three months. But the whole point of it is, they kept at it. Look at the whole P90X and the insanity and all that. You, do, do you think that these people see results on the first day? No, they are burned out, they're worn out. That's the only result that they see. Like, man, this is tiring me out more than anything. But as they keep on doing it they get more flexible they get more muscular more toned more in shape it's the same way with anything at first it may not seem like it works but if you keep at it you keep up with it it'll work keep working at getting in shape staying in shape eating right up front at first no it's not going to seem like it's doing you any good you're going to think i've wasted my time this and that, that and this that's another area where your mindset comes in. Do not, I'll put it to you like this. If you believe it's not working, then it's not working. You wanna know why? Basically it goes like this. 
If you believe that it's not working, then 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 here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna automatically put yourself in a mind frame, it's not working. So therefore, when it comes down time to work out or eat right or whatever it is that you're trying to do, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna automatically say it's not gonna work and you it's gonna make you not do it correctly. Either you're not gonna do it at all or you're gonna do it in a lazy way. You know? Now I know I said that the, the, the topic for today is how to use friends and family to influence you to get better. Just listen to what I'm saying. Because it all starts with you. You thought that I was going to tell, oh, well, they need to do this and they need to do this and they and them. No, it starts with you. They don't feel your pain. They don't feel your sickness. They don't feel your illness. They don't feel your tiredness. They're not carrying around the extra weight. You are. They're not enduring the pain. They're not at a loss of breath. You are. You follow me? Are you following me now? You gotta understand it starts with you. Who? You. Point at yourself and say that. It starts with me. If you really are determined to overcome and to do big things, that's the first thing you need to understand. You need to tell yourself, it starts with me. I can do this. I can beat my sickness because it starts with me. I can beat obesity because it starts with me. I can have a good relationship because it starts with me. You got to understand that if you get that in your mind, you've beaten your sickness. You're halfway there to beating your sickness. The moment you realize that it starts with you, not the next person. Your friends and family cannot heal you. They cannot. They cannot do anything unless, unless they can give like some kind of organ donation to help you. There's nothing other than that that they can do. And you need to understand that. Your wellness does not lie with your company. It lies with you. You want to know why I say that? A lot of times they're like, well, well, why does everybody say that that if you're around negative people, you need to change who around who you're, you need to change the people who you're around and it'll help. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why people say that. Because that is accurate. But here's the thing. Let me ask you a question. Who is the person that has to say whether or not this person is beneficial or not to you? You do. Who's the person that has to get away from these negative people? You do. Who is the person that has to decide that they are done being negative? You do. You know what I'm saying? Are you following me now? Yes, it is in your environment, but they'll notice the key word. Understand the key word in that phrase is in your environment. The key word is your, you, the individual. You are a product of your environment. It's all in what you allow. You know what I'm saying? If you say that I'm going to go do something, it's up to you to do it, not the next person. Now, the topic is how to use friends and family 
to influence you, to help influence you to get well. But the whole thing to sum it up is it's not necessarily that friends and family will influence you to get well on its own. It's kind of like a give and take. You have to influence them to your cause. That's what makes a good leader. That's what makes a good friend. That's what makes a good anything. You can influence somebody to show them that you're at a good cause. And how do you do it? You have to show the passion. You have to show the drive. You have to show the determination. You have to set the example. Once you do that, they will fall in line. Once you start eating healthy, they'll eat healthy with you. See, you look at it like we should all just start eating healthy together. That's not going to happen. Because I'll tell you one thing. Don't get me wrong. I love my wife to death. But the doctor told her, like, uh, Miss Lewis, you know, if you start eating right, you know, you start eating more vegetables and this and that, that and this, um, you know, that'll really help your sickle cell. First thing she said was, Okay, and turned to me and her, me and her mother, and were like, "Okay, y'all, we can't eat unhealthy anymore." Hell with that. Told her straight up, "Hell with that. You ain't gonna hell no. I'm still gonna eat whatever the hell I want to eat. That ain't nope." Mm-mm. You wanna know what she told me? She was like, "I asked her a couple of months later, like, why aren't you eating healthy like the doctor told you?" And what her response was, "Well, nobody else is going to do it with me." And then a lot of times you do that and then wonder why people don't take your sickness serious. You wonder why people, when you say you're hurting this and that, they're like, oh man, yeah, they, they, don't get me wrong, they feel like, man, that's that's too bad. But then at the same time, it's like, it goes from listening to the tone of my voice, oh my God, oh my God, that is so horrible, to, man, that's too bad. And they keep moving. You look at it like, what, 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 what? what? Why would they act like that now? Well, let me ask you a question. When the doctor told you what to do to get better, did you do that? No. When you started doing it, did you stick to it? No. So, the first thing you look at it like, is it something that you thought didn't work or is it something that has been proven did not work? You can't try something for one week. But sometimes, not even just a month, you gotta keep with it. You know what I'm saying? Try something for about a good solid six months. And when I say try something for about a good solid six months, I mean you're actually as much as you're supposed to or or even more so than what you're supposed to, putting forth the effort to do what they told you to do. So what am I saying? This is what I'm saying. If the doctor told you to eat right, then... If the doctor told you to eat right, then, you, the, and, and, and here it is, you only tried to eat right for six days. This isn't working. What, what did you expect to happen? But if you honestly tried for six months, and I mean you ate right, you did this, you did that, and you decided that you need to give up, I'm telling you right now, that is only your first wall that you hit. I'm not saying that gives you a right to give up, but at the same time, at least you can say you gave it a good effort. But you wanna know what normally happens when somebody sees that you're really 
truly, honestly trying to do right, normally, normally, something or someone comes up with some kind of opportunity or some kind of information one way or another, be it through people, be it through the internet, be it through a pamphlet, whatever, be it through your doctor, somehow, some way, extra information comes along to tell you, to help you how to do it. So what am I saying? This is what I'm saying. Here it is, you're trying to eat healthy. Now you're trying to eat healthy, but you're not seeing that it works. Well, here's the question you need to ask, why isn't it working? Okay, you go back to your doctor. Hey doc, listen, I've been trying to eat right and this and that, that and this, but it's not working. I'm still gaining weight, my sickness is still bad, blah, blah, blah. You know what the doctor's gonna, he's gonna do? You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna start asking you questions. What are you eating? What is your, what is your eating schedule like? Um, how often do you eat this? What are the portions that you eat concerning that? Now, you made at first you just like eat healthy. And, you know, for a lot of people, they think eat healthy is just eat more salad. You know, well, we just eat salad all the time. That's eating healthy. You know, well, if I eat a carrot every day in the morning, you know, that's me eating healthy and I should be all right from there. You know, it's, you know, are you really eating healthy? If you are eating healthy, are you eating healthy the right way? You might be eating healthy. You probably might just be doing it wrong. Get what I'm saying? So my point to you is this. You got to try first. You have to fervently, honestly give a good effort and try. Don't just up and say, I tried, I quit. No, try, try, try again. If that doesn't work, don't quit. Try another avenue. If your doctor's telling you eat healthy and you find that eating healthy isn't right, find out another way to do the same, do what the doctor's telling you to do, but see if there's different avenues that you need to take. Maybe eating healthy, maybe you don't need fruits and vegetables. Maybe you need to start eating more meat. You get what I'm saying? There's, 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 just like there's so many different diets, there's so many ways to do the thing, do something right. You can't just look at it just from one perspective and say it's not working. So like I said, the first thing you gotta understand, it's in your mind, it starts with you. You have to elevate the state of your mind. You gotta put in your mind that you're gonna be positive. You gotta put in your mind that you're gonna do this. You gotta put in your mind that you're gonna be driven enough to commit yourself. Once you do that, once you prove that you've got the drive and you've got the determination and that you have the ambition, your friends and family will follow. That your loved ones will fall. They will fall right in line. You want to know why? Because they will see that you are going to succeed no matter what, with them or without them. And they will look at it like this. I would much rather have it be that I'm standing right there when you get a clean bill of health, or I'm standing right there when you have a breakthrough in your sickness, or that I'm standing right there when the doctor tells you uh, this and that, that and this is all good with you. I'd love to be the first person, if I'm not standing there, I'm one of the first persons that you pick up the phone and call and say, guess what the doctor told me today? But they wanna be that person only if you make yourself that person. 
But if you're just like, hey, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm not doing this. You hear the tone of my voice? Does, does that sound like somebody that you really... If I, let me ask you a question. If I came on this podcast, I was like, hey, buddy, what's going on? Yeah, so I'm just here. And uh, kind of looking at the floor. And you're not going to want to listen to me. Like, Who the hell is this guy? Like, he's boring. He's not. But you hear me like, man, I'm like, yeah, yeah, get it, get it, do it. Yeah, you got to do it like this. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and it, you know, it's, you know, you, it's, you hear... You hear passion in my voice. You hear that I'm like, man, it can be done. And you hear me with hope. And you hear me with with faith and love and determination. You hear it in my voice that I want to see you do well. Even though I may not know you, even though I'm not looking directly at you, I still want to see you do well. I'd love to have one of you guys drop me a Facebook line and say, this is what I looked like six months ago. This is what I look like when I started listening to your podcast. But the more I listened to your podcast, I got inspired. This is me now. Look at me now. I'm in shape. My relationships are better. I got this. My self-esteem and my confidence is boosted up because I listened to what you had to say and it helped me. That's what I want. Like I said, when you get serious, others around you get serious. When you get serious, it's like the the one movie I, I forget what I think was Field of Dreams, where they said if you build, tell the voice is telling me if you build it, it, it will come, he will come, or whatever that phrase is exactly. Um, if you build it, they will come. I, I like I said, I don't, I don't know exactly, but I know something along those lines. It's the same way with you. If you build, if you build in yourself. If you build it up within yourself that you're going to do this and you purpose in your heart, you get the definite purpose in your mind that I am going to do such and such and I am not going to be stopped. I am not going to be hindered. I am not going to be held back. But rather instead you say, hey, come what may, I don't care what obstacle I have to go through. I am going to blast through it at full strength and full capacity. So you may look at it like, man, you know, the stuff this guy says is kind of extreme. You have to be extreme. Let me let me let me ask you this question: Is do you think your is your pain minor? The medications that you have to take are they minor? You have to go to the same extreme that your medication does. You got to go to the same extreme that this sickness does, because this sickness will carry you through hell and back to the day you die. You have to meet that doggone sickness head on with either. You can't meet it on with the same amount of energy. You got to meet it head on with more energy. You got to basically, look, I know it's going to sound silly what I'm about to say, but you got to uh, you gotta follow me what I'm saying. You got to basically take that sickness and punch it in the face. Grab it by the throat, punch it in the face. You get what I'm saying? Imagine that you are mad at somebody. And you're just like, man, I'm, oh, man. And, and you think I'm like, man, I, I, imagine that's the sickness. Man, I would, ooh, if, 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 if asthma was a person, if, if sickle cell or cancer was a person, I'd walk up and drop, kick it in its ear. You, you, you got to take that frame of mind. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I, I am going to beat this sickness. You know what I'm saying? 
take it metaphorically. Hell, however it is you got to take it to inspire yourself. Take it that way. I am going to beat this sickness into submission. I'm going to pummel it. I'm going to pound it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I am, I am just, man, I, oh God, oh man, I just can't wait to, man, I can't wait to eat healthy. I can't wait to, 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 to go out there and start working out. I can't wait to take this new medication and, and, and start taking it right. I can't wait to go ask the doctor these questions so that I can find out how to do this and do that better according to my sickness. I can't wait for it to happen. And in the process of you trying to wait for all that, you're doing research, you're trying to figure this out, you're trying to find that out, you're asking questions, you're reading books, you're doing all kinds of things to try to help make your odds better so that whenever it is you're doing what you're doing, you can be sure that you're not beating against the air. You can be sure that you're not wasting your time, but rather instead you can be 100% certain, I'm making progress. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice for you to walk into the doctor's office and have them ask, oh man, Mr. Such and Such, Mr. Such and Such, what are you doing? Whatever you're doing, it's fantastic. Keep it up. It's working. People, to you people who have lost weight, isn't it nice when people say, oh man, like, wow, you look, you look fantastic. Keep up the good work. To you that's trying to lose weight or to you that's trying to, you got high cholesterol and you're, 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 trying to, you're trying to get your cholesterol down. Doesn't it feel nice when, you, when the doctor is like, hey, your, your cholesterol is right where it should be. Your cholesterol levels are right where they should be. You're doing a good job of keeping things up and keep taking care of yourself. Keep up the good work. It's a good job. I mean, it's a good feeling when somebody's telling you, good job. It's a good feeling when somebody is telling you where to go. When somebody's patting you on the back from a job well done that you deserve. As far as having somebody come and pat you on the back because they're trying to pamper you in sport. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. No, you're right. The medication, the medication, it shouldn't taste disgusting. You're right. The medication is nasty. If it's nasty... Don't take it. What the hell? Are you serious? I look at somebody like that. I've seen people. It's been like that. I've seen people who their sickness. Man, I've seen people with asthma worse than mine. I've seen people with with battling serious major illnesses, and they want to. Then you wonder what they do. They gripe because the medication tastes nasty. On the outside, I just look at them like, wow, that's, that's pretty ridiculous. And I just walk away. On the inside, I'm like, this person is an idiot. My asthma medication did not taste great. Not at all. I hated my asthma medication. I hated the way that it tasted. But you want to know what I like? The thought of getting better. That's what I like. That tasted, mm, that tasted like chicken. You get what I'm saying? That tasted good. You know what I'm saying? Wellness tastes like, hey, some people don't like chicken. Fine. I like chicken, okay? Wellness tastes like chicken to me. That's victory. Chicken is the taste of victory. All right? That's, 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 that's just, hey, you know. Matter of fact, you know, I think I'm going to make me, I'm going to make me, I'm going to make me a t-shirt that says that. Chicken, chicken, you know, victory tastes like chicken. It, it, it takes, victory is the taste of chicken. Chicken is the, I'll figure it out. I'll have me some t-shirts pretty soon. But the point that I'm trying to make is this. 
once you get it in yourself that like you you just get pumped to get this done then you'll rally them and that's when you can move on to the next step now the first step get your mind together get yourself determined to the way you're going to get this done the second step Put your determination into action. Doesn't matter what inspiration you have. I don't care how inspired you are. If you don't put it into action, if you don't take that first step, everybody's heard this. If you haven't heard it, then you heard it for the first time here on my podcast. The first step of a thousand, the, 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 what is it? Crap. I, I don't forgot the haiku or whatever the hell it's called, but they say, uh, the beginning of. A thousand mile journey begins with the first step. You've got to take that first step. You got to determine in your mind, I, it's not about this person. Who cares if mom's coming with you? Who cares if dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend for life? I don't care if it doesn't matter. And you want to know why that doesn't matter? Unfortunately, you can't count on them to go the distance with you. They may fall off. They may die on you. Who, who knows? But if whatever happens, be it that they die, be it that they leave you, be it that they say this isn't for me anymore, whatever the case may be, they may not be there for you to be holding their hand the whole time. But you still got to go on. Does your life, does, 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 you, do, do you, does that mean that you got to suffer your sickness because this person decided that they didn't want to go with them? No. You didn't get this sickness based off of them. You got this sickness based off of you and your DNA. So therefore, due to the fact that this is all about you, this sickness is all, the sickness towards you, understand this, the sickness towards you is selfish. So you have to be selfish towards the sickness. The sickness is saying, I don't care nothing about what you want to do or where you want to go or what you want out of life and this and that. I want to I shut you down. You have to be just as determined. And like I said, I kind of, I understand I sound kind of crazy talking about a sickness as if it's a person, but follow me in what I'm saying. Listen to the craziness because it might actually help you. Not all crazy people are are, are stupid. I kind of learned that once before, but the same way your sickness doesn't care about you. Same way your sickness doesn't care about what you want out of life. The same way your sickness does not care when it hits, where it hits. The same way your sickness does not care about those who affect, who's affected around you. It doesn't care. It's like, I want. It's I, 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 I. Me, 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 me. Pay attention to me. This is what's going on. You need to be in a predicament to where you combat your sickness at a pace where it's like, oh no, it's about me. When you're when you get determined and you're like, it's about me, everybody else is gonna get in, get they'll get behind you. And that's when you can turn to them for your influence. That's when you can turn to them for your strength. But even then you gotta know how to do it. It's not just gonna be that you just turn to them and it's just like, oh, all right, you guys are awesome. No. You have to take everything with a grain of salt. You got to take everything that they say as a way of just, you just, you believe them and you're listening to them, but at the same time, you don't believe them and you're not listening to them. You got to take what they say. You got to do like, like the Bible says, the Bible says, you know, uh, 
Your ears have to try words as the mouth tastes food. So in other words, when somebody says something to you, you got to take it in, chew on it, you know. Like, what, what, what do they say, uh, um, people who are, like, in, like, wine clubs and stuff like that, they say, oh, yeah, you know, come in and, 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 and sit on my palate. Like, oh, yeah, come in and, 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 and yeah, get in there. And they, 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 they sip the wine. Mmm, swish it around. Get the full flavor of it. Then they spit it out. Imagine, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, follow me in my mind, okay, I'm just, 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 imagine you are an alcoholic at a wine tasting club, okay, this is how, that's how your ears have to be when you're around, okay. Here's the thing, an alcoholic will drink any kind of alcohol. They don't care. They don't care. You can give, you can give them the finest wine aged to perfection. The most expensive, most delicate tasting champagne. They'll take it. You can give them that bottle of scotch that's been sitting on the top shelf and aging for 50 years. And they will take it. And on the other hand, you can give them that Mad Dog 2020. Give them a bottle of that Thunderbird. You get what I'm saying? You can give them that, 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 that you know, that corner store, that, that, that ghetto corner store liquor. You know what I'm saying? That ghetto corner store alcohol. You can give them that. They'll take that just as well as they'll take the expensive stuff. They'll drink the cheap stuff just like you. You cannot be a mental, emotional alcoholic. Be a wine connoisseur. Huh? They 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 they, they sample everything. Mm, mm, this is this is this is nice. Some stuff they don't like. Oh God, they hurry up and spit that out. But the stuff they take in, mm, okay. They take that, mm. they spit it out, and you want to know what they're left with? They're left with the memory. I like this Chardonnay. I don't like that brand of Chardonnay, but I like this brand of Chardonnay. I like this brand of red wine. I like white wine with this kind of, you get what I'm saying? The connoisseur takes it in. They, 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 they swish it around a little bit. They sample it, they taste it, they mm, okay? Mm, they get into it, okay. If it's not for them, they spit it out. Even if it is for them, they spit it out and they take what they need from it. That's what you need to do. Be a mental connoisseur, not a mental alcoholic. A mental alcoholic takes everything that everybody says, whether good or bad, and they run with it. If the person says you're an idiot, you take that and you run with it. I'm an idiot. That person says you're a good person, you take I'm a good person. Whatever somebody says, when they say good stuff about you, you're in a good mood. When somebody says something bad about you, you're in a bad mood. But if you become that connoisseur, you become that mental connoisseur where somebody says something to you and, okay, take it in your mind, you switch it around a little bit, you taste it, 
Mm, okay. All right. They said such and such, such and such. How does that benefit me? Is it true? Is it? What does it benefit me? How does this help me? What are they saying? Are they saying this as a friend? Or are they saying this as somebody who doesn't like me? Okay. Are they telling me something that I need to know? Or is this some piece of crap information that I can do without? What do we got here? What do we got here? What do we got here? Okay. Uh, I don't need it. Spit it out. And then you, what don't you do? When you spit it out, you keep moving. You think a connoisseur remembers what kind, what they spit out? No, it's spit out. It's gone. Who cares? You wanna know what they do? What what they do after they spit it out? Wash the palate. Wash the palate clean. Somebody says something to you that's negative. Okay, take it in. Once you realize it's not anything, it's not it's not what they're saying about you or to you. It's not for you. Kick it out of your mind, and then go and find a way to wash your mind clean of what they said. Go get around the positive people. If you don't have positive people, go go around yourself. Hey, go watch a funny movie. Go read a good book. Go do something that is going to take what they said out of your mind. Because whatever it is that they said, they said it there. They said a lot of people say stuff because they want to do damage. They said what they said because they want to do damage. They said what they said because they want to see you fail. A lot of people, not all people. But this is why I say you got to be a connoisseur. Because there's time where somebody may say something that you may not like, but you might need to hear it. Let me ask you a question. You're the guy, let me say, you, 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 you've been around people with B.O. You've been around people with bad breath. When you told them, you have bad breath. Some of you were saying it to be hurtful, but then there were some of you who you, you did it the right way. You pulled the person to the side. Hey, look, man, you know, you, you're, you're, you're in everybody's face, but you're making everybody's eyes water. You know, just be careful, man. You know, next time you come out of the house, you know, you know keep a stick of gum on you. Keep a mint on you. You know, make sure you keep deodorant in the car. You know, you pull them aside like a friend. Yeah, what they said, it may not have been, they, they, they might not, it might have hurt their feelings. Some people are sensitive all the way around. You, you, whatever you say, it might hurt their feelings. But if there's somebody who heard, it's a difference if they listen to what you said, if they heard what you said. If they just heard what you said, then their feelings got hurt and they, they, they're not going to make a change. But if they listen to what you said, then they're taking, okay. It might have hurt their feelings, but it hurt their feelings in a sense that it gave them a wake-up call. Sometimes you might need a wake-up call. A lot of times we treat people around us, the people who are closest to us, we treat them the worst. And sometimes you might need that wake-up call and one of them just to go off on you and just say, Hey, what the hell? Why are you treating all these other people out there like gold, but you're treating me like crap? I've been there for you. You ungrateful little bastard. You're looking like, well, how dare they say that to me? That's so disrespectful. Time out. Be the connoisseur. Take it in. Switch it around. Look at it from their angle. Look at it from their perspective. Look at what they see. And I think of it is, is a lot of times, a lot of times, a lot of times, we don't see what the other person sees. We don't see what they, what they, we don't know. 
So therefore, we can't see it. But, if they say that it's there, like I said, take it in. Switch it around a little bit. Okay? Okay. He's right. Okay. I see, I see where he's going with that. Okay. Okay. Now you can come to a good conclusion if you need to apologize. If you need to change your ways. Or if this person really is just, they're just, just flying off the deep end for no reason. You'll be able to tell. But nonetheless, when you get it to where you have inspired others, then you could pull strength from them. It's just like an account. This is the reason why, this is the reason why people say, I invest in people. This is part, part of what they mean. They put all their effort and energy into what they did. They put, and I don't mean like, listen to what I'm saying. This individual, let's say, we're going to use an example. Let's say an individual decided, I'm going to get fit. And they put all their time and effort and energy into getting fit. Now, when people see that they put all their time, and this person put all their time and energy into getting fit, people started to cheer them on. They started to join on the bandwagon. Some people started hitting the gym with them. Some people started to run with them. Some people started to eat healthy with them. But they got, they developed people around them who were inspired by what they were doing or people who are just in support of what they're doing. Okay? Now, in the process of these people being around them and being in support of them, this, their investment in what they were trying to do for themselves now becomes an investment into the people around them because people are investing their time into the individual. The individual can still now take from these individuals in a good way. From the time that this person invested in themselves and inspired others, now those that they inspired are coming around them. And now by these people being inspired by them, they can take strength. They can take positivity. They can take encouragement off of every individual and say, all right, if I need to be positive and be upbeat, let me go hang around such and such, such and such. If I need a quick laugh, man, if I just, if it's been a rough time and I need, I just need somebody to help me laugh, I can go hang around such and such. If, man, I need somebody who's going to run with me. And I mean, I'm looking to run and I need somebody who's just, man, that just, they're just like, man, let's do it. Uh, okay, let me go call such and such and such and such. They'll run with me. They'll run until our knees, until our kneecaps fall off. Okay, I'm going to the gym to lift. Uh, 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 ooh, let me call such and such. If he's free, we're going. And when you call them, when they know that you're someone, hey, man, I'm passionate about this, this, and that, that, and this. They know it. You ain't got to tell them. They know it because they see the way that you operate. They see the way that you've done things. They see the way, I got a friend, I got a friend who, uh, a friend of his, yeah, you know, a friend of a friend, his friend, I haven't met the guy, but his friend, he tells me the story all the time, and it's, 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 it's pretty amazing. His friend is, you know, uh, mentally handicapped, okay, uh, you know, and but his friend, a mentally handicapped friend, decided that he wanted to start lifting weights. He wanted to become a bodybuilder. He wanted to become a powerlifter. He wanted to become a personal trainer, okay? 
He decided he wanted to get in shape, I mean, get in shape and become a personal trainer and lift and, and get ripped and this and that, that and this. And you want to know what he did? He did it. He's working on it. Two years later, he's, he decided it's two years. Two years later, he's still just sticking to it. My friend is telling me like, yeah, he's getting, man, he's making progress. He's making good progress. And you want to know what my, you want to know why my friend is telling me this? Because now my friend goes out and he works with him. My friend goes out and he works with him because this guy, mentally handicapped, inspired him to say, hey, if you can do it, I can do it. You get what I'm saying? And now, that mentally handicapped friend pulls out what he invested his time into himself. He pulls it out of his friend now. The guy who's telling me this story, he pulls it, he pulls investment, he pulls what he invested in himself out of him now. What do you mean? He's calling them all the time. Hey man, we hitting the gym today? Yeah, 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 we're going. We'll be there. I'll be there, man. I'll show up. And the guy actually goes. He shows up with him. He works out with him. He's, he's, he, the guy, the, 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 the mentally handicapped guy has now inspired his friend, which is not mentally handicapped, which is fully healthy, not, you know, he's not in shape or fit or nothing like that. Dude, actually kind of a bit of a twig and a toothpick, but he inspired him to say, I'm going to go get in shape. I'm going to go and start lifting weights. I'm going to hit the gym. And now they, 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 they work out on a regular basis. And through the mentally handicapped guy's effort and the investment that he made in himself, I'm starting to see that my, the, the guy that I work with, the, the, the friend of mine, I'm starting to see the results. He's starting to get a little bit, you know, it's like when you work out, your posture just, you know, kind of like, you know, whatever your posture was, and for whatever reason it gets, it gets more broad. You start to stand up more straight and, and, and things like that. You get what I'm saying? You, you, something about you can tell when somebody's working out. They just they just have a different different way about themselves. You get what I'm saying? And I'm starting to see the effects. But it all started from this mentally handicapped guy's ambition and goal to do something for himself. He didn't wait for his mom. He didn't wait for his brothers and his sisters. He didn't wait for nobody. He said, this is what I'm going to do. Now, if a mentally handicapped person can decide and make up in their mind that they want to go and do something like this, he's not that far away from becoming a personal trainer. He's working at the gym. People are getting to know him. The trainers are getting to know him. It'll just be a matter of time. People coming up asking him for advice. It'll be a matter of time before this guy, next thing you know, jumps up. He's got his own little personal, you know, fitness regimen and whatnot. Hey, you can't put nothing. Les Brown was supposedly mentally, uh, uh, educably retarded. I think that's the term that he used. Handicapped, retarded, whatever. However it is you want to put it. And look at him. For those of you who don't know Les Brown, look him up. He's on YouTube. He's on. He's online. He's a. He is a great motivational speaker. A great motivational speaker. But he started out mentally, so he supposed that he was labeled, labeled mentally handicapped, retarded. However it is you want to put it, whatever terminology you want to use. 
but turned out to be one of the one one, one of the greatest motivational speakers that you could ever listen to. You hear it so many times, a lot of motivational speakers started with nothing, but determined in their mind, I'm going to make something of myself and turn around. Now look at Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins said that, you know, I, I, I remember I was listening to, I was listening to one of, I was listening to one of his seminars and he was saying how he was flying. I, I caught this part of his seminar and he was like, I was flying in my jet helicopter and uh, I was flying over the place where I used to work and I stopped and I looked down at the place and I'm like, wow, a couple of years ago, I was in that building as a janitor. Now I'm hovering above that place in my jet helicopter. Who the hell can say, I mean, don't get me wrong, dude. If I can hover above my job in a jet helicopter, oh, you better believe that's going to make me feel very, very good. So I can imagine. I couldn't, I can't, but you get what I'm saying. One can only imagine how good that made Tony Robbins feel. To be able to look down and not look down as like, I'm better than you, but look down like, man, like, I remember that was the road I was on. You know, look down as far as like looking back down memory lane. You know, he's looking back down memory lane like, wow. That was me. And if I had never took the step, if I had never believed in myself, if I had never invested in myself, but you look at Tony Robbins and look how many people, for what Tony Robbins invested in himself, look at how many other people can pull from his investment. And look at how he can pull from others. He's developed a reputation. He's developed a certain persona. When people listen to him, you know that you're going to get good information. When he goes and interviews and talks to people, they know that this is a good quality, upstanding kind of guy. You get what I'm saying? So, I mean, man, I'm, 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 I'm so passionate about what I'm doing here. We're going to go ahead and bring it to a close uh, right about now. Uh, I got a couple more other points. Maybe I might come back and do a part two to this. Maybe. Um, or I might move on to another topic. Uh, either way, um, you know, just, hey, if you want to hear another part to this, if you want to hear more to this, to this one podcast, this one individual podcast, you're like, hey, man, I'd love to hear a part two to that. By all means, by all means send me an email, Lewis at gmail.com. Uh, uh, drop me a line on, on Facebook, Lewis on facebook.com um you know just just look me up man i more than love i'd love to hear from you you know um you know please by all means keep listening to what i'm telling you uh like i said i don't mean it in the sense of like this is what i'm saying and this is set in stone but i say keep listening because i know that if you keep listening and you apply what i'm telling you notice what i said apply it don't just hear what i'm telling you apply it you might be scared at first. That's good. That's good. You want to know what that means? It means you're alive. That means that you're, 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 you're the blood's starting to pump. It's like, it's, it, it, that means change. Change is, change is good a lot of times. Let change be fantastic for you. You go forth and you do your thing, man. 
And you invest in yourself, invest in your mind, invest in your health, invest in you as an individual. And watch, watch, watch. Like I said, it will not work at first, but give it time. Keep at it. Watch how others will just start to come to you. When they come to you, you take what you can get from them that will be beneficial to you. That will be helpful to you. You take all of that and you take it in and you use that to make you a better person. You use that to make you stronger. You use that to make you more determined. You use that to make you more whole the way that you envision, the way you dream. Don't be afraid to dream. Never be afraid to dream. So many people will tell you, stop dreaming, stop daydreaming, stop, stop. No, you dream, you fantasize because that is what's going to get you where you need to go. Look at every movie star out there, every singer, rapper. I don't care who they are. There's so many performers out there, businessmen. You want to know what they did? They had a dream. And they did not let that dream die. They didn't let anybody kill that dream. They kept that dream. They harbored that dream. They nursed that dream. And you want to know where that dream got them now? Millions of dollars, fame and fortune. The nice, finer things in life that they always dreamed of having. So don't ever stop dreaming. This is Sean Liu, the pain fighter. Signing off. I'll talk to you guys. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.